Welcome to the Restore More podcast, where real women share real stories of what God has done in their lives and in their marriages. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Sister Sessions. Sessions. We are here today with another great episode for you. We're so glad that you've decided to come back and join us today. So today we are going to be talking about a topic that affects a lot of women and marriages, and that is life after babies. So we're going to be talking a little bit about how things change once you have kids in general, but also kind of like when you have a baby, because that's even different than having kids. Um, so my sister and I, so Alexandra and I have both had babies within the last year or my, my daughter's now just over a year. Um, so it was kind of fun because we both were, our pregnancies overlapped a little bit and now we both have babies. And so it was kind of fun to compare how, you know, the different things that they're doing and how they're alike and the different stuff that they're into or whatever. Um, so it's been fun. This is my fourth child and Alexandra's first. So I have a little girl and she is a boy. And we just wanted to talk about kind of some of the differences and things that happen after you have a child, a baby, and kind of like how it affects your marriage and maybe the time you spend with your spouse and stuff and what we can do to make it better. So Alexandra, tell us a little bit about what the past seven months have been after you had Matt cut, just in general. Okay. I don't even know where to begin with this question. Um, obviously it's been a change. Um, it's like you can prepare yourself as much as you think you can, but then you're never going to know what it's like until it actually happens. Um, however, I mean, I, I, going into it, I did kind of know what it was going to be like, but it's like, once you're actually in it, it's like, okay, so this is it. Um, so yeah, it's been exhausting. Um, it's the, um, my son Malachi, he's still not sleeping through the night. Um, he's seven months old, like you said, and some babies are up at that time. And then, you know, some people, some babies take up to like a year or a year and a half before they're doing it. So I just really hope that that doesn't take that long. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's definitely been exhausting. Um, I went back to work a few months ago and I just feel like between work and then the baby, it just feels like there's no time to get anything done and then the time that I do the little bit of time that I do find I'm just so exhausted that I'm like I don't even want to move or do anything so that's what my seven months have been like you are just your description of motherhood (laughs) is reminding me of Jessie Spano when she's like there just isn't enough time there just isn't enough time and how she's got to stay with maybe you need caffeine pills no i'm just kidding obviously i don't need caffeine pills um but i will say that i actually just had this talk earlier this morning with my husband about how i have been drinking an extra cup of coffee since i started work because i just feel like i'm so exhausted and i don't like that like i try to only have one cup a day and then every once in a while i'll have two and then now it's been like a mm-hmm. solid two and every once in a while I'm having three 
And I don't like that. I know. Well, this past week has been insane at work. And then the baby has been totally off with his sleep. So it's like when you're not getting a good night's sleep and you have to be up at like six something to get ready for work. I'm just like, oh, uh, uh. so um, with all that, let me just say I absolutely love having my son. And even though I'm sleep deprived, it is well worth it. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's funny because I think it's been funny, you know, I love how we both have babies like around the same age and it's been fun, but like, I'm finding it so funny because it's your first and it's my fourth, mm-hmm. like I said. Um, so it's just totally like, different. totally different. Yeah. Like it's totally different hearing some of the, th- well, I mean, there are differences too, because I'm a stay at home mom, you know, I mean, I, I do my work from home, which is you know, like this is my work right mm-hmm. here. So it's not like I'm going out and like working a full day like you are because I can't even imagine. Um, but also it's just funny to see the different things that of like when I was a first time mom, some of the things that I would have done or whatever to how I'm doing it now. And it's just funny. Like the other day, my husband said to me, he's like, do you think that our daughter is Graciana. So she, he goes, do you think that Graciana is just such a good baby or are we just better parents? Like now that we've done this three times before, like he's like, do we just know what we're doing better or is she just a really good baby? And I think the answer is because she is a really easy baby, like by far my easiest baby ever. Like she is the best baby. I keep getting a little bit nervous because I'm like, since she is such a good baby, she's probably going to be like a wicked toddler or something. <laughs> or those teenage um, years. But, or, well, you know, she, I already figure as a teenager, she's going to be rough because let's she's face already it, a little she's diva. a girl. You know? <laughs> she's already kind of a diva. She's already, you know, a little sassy. Um, she's the only girl after three boys. So, of course, and she's the youngest. So, of course, she's a little on the spoiled side. Um so yeah, I already know she's going to be like a monster as a, <laughs> as a teenager, but she is such a good baby and she's so easy. She's so content. I mean, she does have three brothers who are very fun to watch and so they distract that. her and she gets, yeah. yeah, like she's always got something to look at and keep her occupied, yeah. which is nice because like, I can remember with my yeah, other let kids, me just like, say, your house is very entertaining. So I think anybody <laughs> could just sit there and watch and be entertained. <laughs> my boys are really hectic and kind of crazy. They do the funniest stuff, though. Like, I swear, my kids have really good imaginations, and they do the funniest things. I love them. Yeah, there's always, always something going on at my house. It's like a three-ring circus, like, for real. And so sometimes if you hear, like, shouting in the background and noises in the background, that is why. Because, you know, thanks to Corona, my kids are doing school at home. And it's always like, when I first said, yeah, I want to do a podcast, in my head, I was like, Oh, while my kids are at school, I'll do podcasts. It'll be great. And then it was like, your kids are not able to go back to school because of, you know, the pandemic and the rules that we still have here in El Salvador. And I'm like, great. So now I'm going to be doing a podcast while I'm like trying to silence like the most rowdy boys in the other room. And it is such a good thing that my daughter is so good, honestly, though. Like, I swear it's just God knowing what I can handle at this time and point in my life, because I can't imagine doing school at home with my three boys 
if I had a really fussy baby. That's like if she needed true. all my attention all day, I'd be going crazy because it takes a big chunk of our day doing the schooling stuff. And even though my kids are getting a little bit older, um, my youngest one is in first grade and he still needs a lot of assistance. And even my older ones, there are certain subjects that they're just not that great at. So um, they do need help from time to time. So it's just like, I can't imagine if I had like a crying hysterical baby on top of it or whatever, um, because just trying to get the house cleaned and get dinner on the table, even with a really good baby some days is like a challenge, mm -hmm. you know? So I can't um, imagine that either. Yeah, but I think, I think though, it's kind of good for our listeners that we do have like really different things going on in our lives because I am like a experienced mom who's a stay-at-home mom and you're like a newer mom who's a working mom. So we have a lot of different views on things that we're going to talk about yes. today. So, um, so what our main focus that we've gotten off of a little <laughs> bit, but um, our main, as we, we tend to do, our main to um, topic today though is basically how do babies change our marriages? And I think it changes things in a lot of ways. I mean, oh, yeah. obviously if you're sleep deprived, like you're saying, like I've been really blessed because my daughter has been sleeping like a champ, like not from the first night or like from the first month, but like overall, she's a really good sleeper. She never got her days and nights mixed up. Like I can just put her in the crib. She knocks out. She is a good sleeper. And, you know, thankful. I'm thankful for that because. Well, you stink. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let me rub it in a little bit. Um, but no, she's, a, she's really good. And I can't, I can't complain. I can't say like, oh, you know, we don't get enough time alone because she never sleeps or, you know, when she's asleep, we're just exhausted and we knock right out. Because I know that that's the situation for you sometimes. It's like you're both busy working all day, yeah. right? And then you come home, You by the time you finally get the baby to bed, you're like, I am done. And you're knocked out on the couch. Right? I'll be like, honest. I'll text you I'm and you're falling like, asleep <laughs> and knocking out before the baby's in bed. And then my husband <laughs> is grabbing him out of my arms because I just literally... Oh, and it's like yeah. a domino effect. It's if you have one bad night, then you have to work all day and then make up for yeah. it. Yeah. You don't get to make up and for then it. That night I'm like dying and falling asleep, but it, you know what? It's life. And I will, this too shall pass and I will get through this time. Yeah. 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 And you know what it is like, don't you think too, like, cause I can remember with my, some of my other ones, my, my, um, middle two boys especially were like my more challenging babies and um I can remember being up I can remember being up in the night and you I was like visiting in in New York and you were up with me and we were just like trying to get him to calm down yeah. we were taking turns and so you were even though this is your first baby you're already kind of a pro because you helped raise my kids yeah. to a certain <laughs> degree and um you know so um so she's got a lot of experience, even though this is her first one. But um, I can remember like being up, but then it's like, you're so exhausted the next day and you just like want to sleep, but then you just look at oh, that little yeah. face and it's just like, oh it's my goodness. It's like, oh, and then I get him and I put him in my arms and I'm giving him the bottle and I'm like, oh, okay. I don't care that I'm yeah, up. So cute. <laughs> Yeah, and totally. right now we've kind of had this um, situation going where I make my husband 
well, my husband's name is Wendy, for those of you who don't know. Anyway, I make Wendy get the bottle ready for the baby, and then I'll go get the baby up, mm -hmm. and then I, he has to do the annoying stuff of getting the bottle ready, and I just get the snuggle. <laughs> you get so, the snuggles, yeah. Well. well, you probably have to change diapers here, though. So. Um, yeah, I think, though, like, one thing that I have noticed, because when I had my other son, Joaquin, um, anybody who's kind of followed my show or has read my blog, you know that um, for a little while, my husband and I were separated and it was pretty quickly after my son, Joaquin was born. So, and that's when I was living with Alexandra and the two of us and were living together with my three kids at the time I had three. And um, she was like a huge help to me at that time. And that's why I say that she definitely had a hand in kind of helping to raise my kids, especially when they were really young. But when I had Joaquin and I was kind of doing it, you know, more on my own because getting up in the night with him and feeding him and doing all of those parenting responsibilities on my own. <laughs> and now when it's like, well, thankfully, yeah, I had you around to kind of around. give me a First hand. First of all, I was a lot younger. Second of all, I wasn't really up you in were the night younger. and stuff like that. I That's true. You are quite a yeah. sound sleeper, so you never heard a peep. But I mean, it definitely was challenging. And it's one of those things, though, that it's kind of like, oh, my goodness, how can you even handle doing it? But then when you're in it, it's like you have no choice. So God just gives you that strength uh -huh. to get through it. And there were some tough nights because then I was working a lot. And um, it was it was definitely way more challenging, I think, to be waking up in the night, having to make, you know, get him settled. And then my other two were, you know, like three and four and getting them kind of back in bed because they'd want to get up and get a drink and all that by the time the whole bedtime routine was done it was just like exhausting and then having to wake up the next day and go to work like you're saying and be working long hours and then come mm -hmm. home and do it all again and so now doing it with my husband and he is so much more like involved than he ever has been like with my older two kids he was involved but I think Partly it's a little bit because my daughter is such a daddy's girl that he is just like, he can't <laughs> leave her alone. Like he's so involved and in, like doing everything for her. So like, it's just, I don't know. It's just been really a nice change. And I, this is why, again, I'm like, I think it's that, yes, she is a really good baby, but also I think we are better parents. And because in our marriage, we are in such a better place in our marriage that it's like, we have kind of, like what you're saying with you and Wendy, like he does the one part, you do one part. We kind of have like our unspoken, like rules, not rules, but our we, unspoken like things that yeah. we do too, you know, like, yeah, like we're such a good team. We're such a better team than we used to be with That's our older thing. kids. And like, because we, you know, because we are more experienced, but also just because we're like so much better. So it's like, he is so much better at picking up on what I need. Like he'll know, okay, you were up pretty late last night. She didn't go down or whatever. Uh, you sleep, you know, and I'll get up with her or, cause I am like such a night person. I'm such a night owl and I always like stay up way too late. And then in the, like, I am a night owl, but then like in the day I want to be like a <laughs> nocturnal animal that just sleeps during the day. So like the thing is like I, because I'm always writing and stuff. So I'll stay up late because everybody else will be sleeping and it's like my ideal time to get all my work done. Cause no one's like, mom, 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 you know? 
no one's bugging me. So I'll be like, no one's distracting me. Let me get all my work done. Next thing I know, it's like 2.30 a.m. And I'm like, oh boy, I should probably sleep sometime. And then the good thing is though, that the opposite is like my, I mean, my husband is like the opposite where he's like falling asleep by like 10, 10.30. And then in the morning, he's like up and ready to go by like 7, 7.30. So it works out well for us, which I think is also too why this baby has seemed easier because I have no problem being up with her. Like now she sleeps good, but even when she was a little bit younger and she didn't want to go to bed yet, like I had no problem being up and putting her in like pretty late at night, you know, pretty much like taking that first shift like at night. And then my husband would get up when she wanted to wake up earlier. So it just like worked out really good that we had this good routine and a good system in place. So I would say like one piece of advice, if you have a baby or are expecting one and you are fortunate enough to be married to that child's father or have, you know, um, the father in the picture. Yeah. Like, like if you can work things out so that you're both involved and both balancing, like, you know, I mean, it's different for everybody. And of course, like if your husband works full time or if you work full time or whatever, if you both are working, everybody's going to figure out what the best thing is for them. But like, I guess what I'm trying to say is the more that you're both involved and paying attention to the needs of the other person, the, the better it's going to be for your child to have that bonding with both of you, but also the better it's going to be for your marriage. Cause like I can remember when my older kids were baby babies feeling a little bit like resentment towards my husband. Cause like I kind of got into that mindset and I think a lot of women can probably relate to this. I had two my first two are only 15 months apart. So I had like two kids under two and it was like, I was with them all day long doing every single thing for them all day long, you know? And it was like, I just get one settled down and the other one's crying. Then one diaper is clean and the other one just poops. Like it was just constantly going, going. And it was so draining. Like I loved it. I loved that I was able to be a stay at home mom for them. But by the time my husband walked in the door, I just wanted to be like, here's your kids. Do not yes. bother me for the rest of the day. Like, and you know what it was? Like, I think I just always would get really frustrated if I was trying to make dinner and he heard my kids getting like fussy and he didn't right away, like go attend to them. And I had to stop making dinner and go take care of the situation or like, if he was running to the store and I would say, can you just try to be home by five o'clock so I can make dinner without anybody bugging me? You know, it was just this thing that like I had in my head that I could deal with every single thing the whole day. If I could just get that dinner time and not have to do it, like stirring a pot of macaroni while I'm holding a kid on my hip and I have another one pulling mm -hmm. on my leg. You know what I mean? Of course, we've all been there. All moms know what I'm talking about. You've been there. You've had this. And it's like, you do it and you get through it. And there were plenty of nights that I had to do it. But I just always had this thing where like, I would get very resentful to my husband. I know if exactly he what you mean. It's like where I had to do that. And it's partly you know like I mean? my own fault for like, yeah. you don't me not like communicating and saying like, it bothers me when blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like instead I'm internalizing it and I'm just like bitter, right. like, uh, why don't you pick up on this? So like, whatever it is, like, he's just like oblivious, yes. you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, 
I think sometimes, I don't know about everybody's marriage and everybody's husband, but I know for mine, sometimes if I don't spell things out for him, he's not going to pick up on it. Like, I mean, it took me such a long time to realize that half the things I was mad at him for weren't that he wanted to be hurtful or be like, you know, not doing what I wanted. It was just the fact that he didn't even realize that that was like a thing. You know, like there would be sometimes that I would say, could you try to be home for dinner? But there's a difference between saying, can you try to be home when it's time to by five o'clock so I can make dinner and sitting down and being like, listen, it really is difficult for me to make like until I really spelled it out and was like, it's really difficult for me to try to focus on making it. I want you to have a good dinner. I know you've been busy all day. Like it's important to me. I would like to do this for you, but I can't do it if you're not helping me because I can't take care of two kids and make dinner and have it come out decent. Oh yes. And I keep my sanity about me. Time, you know, to, just to sit there. So, far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it was just, you know what it was? I think sometimes too, is like when I was making, like the times that my husband was there and had the kids occupied and kept, you know, tabs on them while I was making dinner, I'd put like music on, I'd be making dinner, even like when I'm washing dishes, it was just like this time where I just got to breathe and I just got to, even even though it wasn't necessarily doing something Uh fun that like I wanted to do, it was just like knowing that I didn't have to have all the responsibility on me and I could just do what I had to do without worrying about, are the kids hurt? Are they okay? Are they fighting? You know, is everybody, does somebody need a cup? You know? Um, And it was just like one of those things where I think now part of what makes our relationship go so much better is too that we have had some of those conversations where we both had to kind of spell out, this is what I need from you that I'm not getting. And, or, you know, if you want to have a nice dinner, I'm going to need you to do this because otherwise I can't do both, you know, and, and actually like recognizing and acknowledging, I can't do everything on my own. Cause like, I think sometimes too, as moms, we want to be able to take all those responsibilities and do everything for our families. And we kind of feel like a failure if we can't do all of the things at once, you know? Um, but once I made that clear to my husband, And he realized that I think now we've gotten to a point where it's like, I don't have to constantly remind him of things and tell him things because he gets that this is what I need. You know, he's more in tune to what my needs are. And, you know, and I think he also realizes that, you know, for him, he missed out on on a lot of things with our last child and he doesn't want to miss out on them this time. You know what I mean? He wants to be involved. He wants to do those things. And that helps too, but- I think that that um, plays you know, a big different. part in what's going on. Like why your daughter is turning out so good too is because he's so involved. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And I think it's just that I think also we both really are enjoying her very much. Not that I didn't enjoy my no, I know you're as babies. I don't want to say that because I, because this I, genuinely, I like your life. Like you're not like going having through babies. hardship during the, yes. you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like I said, with my first two, I love that they're close. And now it's like, I like that they're close. They have each other, even though they fight a lot, but like they have each other's backs. I, even when they were younger, I liked that they were close, except for when I was by myself with them for like all day, it got to be a little oh, yeah. bit like stressful sometimes. 
Um, so I just remember feeling very overwhelmed because there was two of them and there was one of me and it was a lot of work at one time. And that point in my life, I feel like I didn't enjoy it as much as I wish I did because I was felt very overwhelmed at the time. And I wasn't communicating that to my husband very well. So like you said, I was internalizing things and I was just letting it get to me and not, and then it just came out as like an explosion of anger instead of like an explanation uh-huh. for why I was feeling the way I was. Um, and then with my other one, with my third son, um, like I said, it was a very difficult time in my marriage and because we were separated and I was working a lot, I didn't feel like I got to sit there and really enjoy every step and all those milestones in his life. Because for one thing, I wasn't with him all day because I had to work mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of moms do. So you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And I know you understand Alexandra, but um I wasn't able to see all those things. And then when I was around him, like in the yep. evening, I was just so <laughs> exhausted, like, like you're saying, that it's like, I just, I saw what was happening, but I feel like I wasn't always so present because part of me was exhausted. And, and also just mm-hmm. everything that was going on in my marriage was exhausting and just draining on me and weighing on me. So it's just like this time having my daughter, I'm loving every minute of it. Like she is just... And I think I can say the same for my husband too. I think we both just are genuinely enjoying every minute of having her. And my sons love having her around too. They think it's great having a little sister. And and it's also kind of nice having older kids, like, you know, 10. Um, my kids are 11, 10, and seven. So it's nice having these kids who are a little bit older and they can help out like, oh, you know, bring me her sippy cup. So what do you think, like in your opinion, Alexander, like what do you think has been the biggest change between you and Wendy since you guys are first time parents? Like how has having Malachi in your lives like changed your marriage a little bit or like changed things between the two of you guys? Um, yeah, um, I for feel good like there has bad. been Either good way. and bad. Like, okay, so we already talked about it, but- just feeling like you don't have any time or energy. I feel like I get up, go to work. And then it's like my mom's watching the baby during the day. So then I go to my mom's house, pick up the baby. And then I usually feed him there, change him, get him in the car seat or, or my mom will get him in the car seat. It's a lot of times. Cause I just don't feel like doing that. And then, um, yeah. And then I don't know why this is like the worst part of my day is when I pull into the driveway and have to come in the house with the baby, the backpack when I was uh, breast pumping the pump. Like I just felt like I have all these bags. We we live in an apartment and all our like mail and our um, packages goes to my mom's house. So then I'm usually coming home with a bunch of packages and just the thought of coming inside with the baby and all that junk. It like, it's like the worst part of my day. And I just like takes every drop of motivation to get in the house. And then when I'm in the house, I'm like, Oh, thank God that's over. And then, (laughs) and then I'm just like, by the time like dinner (laughs) is made and I take a shower and then the baby's waking up and then it's like 839 at night and I'm just like wiped and I'm so exhausted and I'm like, it's frustrating that I feel like all I can think of is how tired I am. And I'm like, I just want this baby to sleep, but it's like, I haven't seen him all day this time with him. Yeah. 
about the fact that I want him to go to sleep because I'm yeah. tired. And my husband has just gone through the same thing of working all day. And he usually gets home later than me. So he's tired. And we're just yeah. like passing the baby back and forth to each other, trying to get him to fall asleep. Finally, he falls asleep. And then do we have any time like to want to do anything with each other or talk with each other or like, we're just like, oh, let's just go to bed. Like, I just feel like, yeah, we're just yeah. exhausted. Yeah, just, and I think that we both love being parents. I think we're both ready to be parents. And I we both are obsessed with our kid. We love him so much. Like, when we are awake and have energy, yeah. like, we love spending time with him. And... I think once you have a kid, you realize that like loving your parents or loving your siblings or loving your spouse is different than the love you feel like for your kid because you feel like they just love you so much. And like, it's just such yeah. a great feeling. So it's like we both like I feel like our family has gotten closer. Like I feel like when you when you get married, they say you go through like this honeymoon phase. I feel like for us, it's like having the baby is making us go through yeah. this like baby moon phase, I guess you could say. We're like, we're just, like so in love with the baby <laughs> and in love with each right. other, and it's wonderful. But then on the other hand, it's like we're just so exhausted and Aww. feel like we have no time for each other. And so I think it's been <laughs> yeah. wonderful the love side of it. And seeing the baby grow and seeing have all these changes in him, like it's mm -hmm. so cool. Um, but then I think the struggle has been making time for each other and enjoying the time that we do have with the baby. Um, yeah. So I think that that has been the struggle of like, it's so easy to want to just like push past it and be like, okay, like, let me just get through this, get through this. But then it's like, you're, you're wishing away your, these moments of your baby's young life um yeah so i think like just trying to cherish every moment and i think we do have to mm -hmm. sit down and have a talk of let's make time for each other what do we want to do how are we going to do it and then and then there's also the selfishness of myself where it's like when i do have a little bit of time like I kind of want to just like do something for myself, <laughs> you know, and it's terrible. It's like, I just want to either flop on the couch and watch yeah. TV yeah. or I want to just run to the store and not like to pick up groceries, but like to just go shopping. Like, and that's the other thing, like with the virus, like, Actually I don't know, shopping. I feel yeah. a little bit wishy-washy about bringing the baby out to stores. Like, I don't know. So it's like just having some freedom seems yeah, like it would feel good. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I would say the biggest struggle is making I time know. for each other. And because my husband always says this, and I feel like it is such a, a good thing to remember that as like, yes, this is a huge part of our lives is being parents and it's a wonderful part. And it, you know, the way you act towards your kids is, the way they're going to turn out for the most part. So it's like, yes, it's important, but at the end of the day, they're going to grow up and become mm -hmm. adults one day and be out of the house. And we're still going to be living together and having a marriage together. And it's like, you need to make time now for each other because 
being a parent isn't your only identity. Like you still have to have a relationship with your spouse outside of parenting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so true. And I think it's something that a lot of parents, especially new parents struggle with. And I feel like for my husband and I, like we, we do have time where we sit down and we just talk a lot of times, like once we get the baby in bed for the night and then my older kids are usually like, they're really busy during the day and we don't always let them go on Mm -hmm. like video games and things like that, like screen time type thing during the day. So in the evening, we do let them go on it for a little while. So like a lot of times they'll be busy, like either watching TV or a show or whatever on their tablet or playing a game. And they're not really like bugging us. The baby's in bed for the night around like eight o'clock at night. So we'll just kind of like hang out. And like, we don't even like necessarily watch a show together or anything. Sometimes we do, but like, I'll just be like, so how was your day? Like, he'll be like busy all day. He's been working a lot this week. And um, so he comes home and then uh, he'll tell me, fill me in a little bit on what his day was like. But then it's like, what am I going to tell him about my day if I'm not telling him about the kids? Because what have I done this day? Homeschool kids, um, change diapers, feed babies, you know, like clean up the house. So what am I going to tell him? I'm not going to tell him, well, I mopped the floor and then I, you know, cleaned the sink. No, I'm going to tell him, oh, this is, oh, this is so funny. Listen to what the kids did. Oh, they did that. You know, the baby did this. She, She said this word like it's always all about our kids. And then like we joke around and we're like, what did we ever talk about? And what, like when our kids are grown, are we actually going to have something to talk about? Like if they're not in our house, but we're like, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I think it is important though, to keep that in the back of your mind that you don't want to just be parents. Like you have to be husband and wife too. So it is totally important to make that time. And I can say that since my husband and I have tried to become a little bit more like um, intentional in doing that time. And I'm not even saying like, sometimes still like one of us will be on the phone or we'll have the TV on or whatever. It's not even like, we're just giving each other our undivided attention, which we probably should be doing, but we're not always doing that. But when we do actually like talk, it's just, you know, it's a good thing. Cause then I know what's going on with him. I know things that are bothering him. I know things that, you know, and we both, kind of can talk about things that we're facing or that are stressing us out or whatever. Sometimes it's about the kids. Sometimes it's not, but we have been trying to be more conscientious about actually doing that. And I will say that when we do make the effort to actually talk, and then a lot of times, like when we go to bed for the night, we do talk a lot, you know, about Mm -hmm. just different things and what the next week looks like. And you know, I mean, it's not like we're actually going out. Like, you know, people are always like, you got to do date night or whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, these people who are doing these date nights are either not in quarantine or they don't have four kids or they have a lot more free time than than like I do. Um, But I don't know. I just think that if, if that's not something that you can do, you know, go out to a restaurant once a week or whatever, if that's like not in your budget or your time or whatever, that's okay. As long as you're still making the effort to actually have decent conversation with your husband and tell them, you know, about what's going on in your life and just sharing different things and try, of course, talk about your kids because that's a huge thing and it's important, but also, you know, try to think about things that are actually about you. But I think for your kid to really thrive, having you both be on the same page and not feel like there's tension in the marriage and stress, like knowing that your parents enjoy each other and and you're being an example for them of what 
to look for in a future relationship years, years and years down the road. <laughs> so that's the big takeaway today. We're so glad that you guys have joined us once again for the sister sessions. We hope you'll join us next month for another episode. Um, again, tell us what you want us to talk about. If you have any questions, if you have any comments you want to make about having a new baby or, you know, trying to keep your relationship yeah, healthy and alive topics. as you take care of your kids, message us, drop us a line, let us know what you think. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to check out all the links that we mentioned in today's podcast. For more information on marriage coaching, marriage support, and Christian marriage advice, check out RestoreMore.com.